0: last interview and the seriousness yeah. and you know, all the emotion to say there was some great news that she's pregnant with a baby girl yeah. it be a girl dad yes. i yeah, was going to say that. that's where the good news ended
1: for the royal family I mean, yeah, whatever they thought it was going to be it felt like it was worse well yeah.
0: that's the thing tony i don't know what people thought but nobody was expecting that, that no. nobody was expecting that here's another word to add to the list of how you described last night we'll begin with there explosive The explosive interview touched on so many issues, including race, mental health, and what appears to be a deep rift in the royal family. Prince Harry and Meghan were candid, quite candid, and emotional as they spoke with Oprah in their first major interview together since stepping down from royal duties. But in order to tell what they say is a real story, the couple also had to address what they call as a false reporting of tabloid newspapers, starting with a widely reported rumor about Meghan that she made her future sister-in-law, Kate Middleton, cry that was a week of harry and megan's wedding you say the narrative with kate it didn't happen
1: so specifically did you make kate cry no so where did that come from was there a situation where she might have cried or she could no, have
2: no no the reverse happened
1: you knew all along and people around you knew that that wasn't
2: true everyone in the institution knew it wasn't so true why didn't somebody just say that it's a good question speaking to oprah
0: the duchess of sussex sure described, described a world me. that left her isolated and feeling
2: trapped i remember so often people within the firm would say well you can't do this because it'll look like that you can't so even can i go and have lunch with my friends no no, no you're oversaturated you're everywhere and i said I've left the house twice in four months. I'm everywhere, but I am nowhere. And from that standpoint, I continued to say to people, I know there's an obsession with how things look, but has anyone talked about how it feels? Because right now, I could not feel lonelier. Loneliness, along with an onslaught of negative headlines that the palace would not refute, and that Meghan
0: Markle insists were false, led
2: to thoughts of suicide. I just didn't... I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought. And I remember I remember how he just cradled me and I was I went to the institution and I said that I needed to go somewhere to get help. And I was told that I couldn't, that it wouldn't be good for the institution. I share this because there are so many people who are afraid to voice that they need help. And I know personally how hard it is to not just voice it, but when you voice it, to be told no. But we had to go to this event. And I remember him saying, I don't think you can go. And I said, I can't be left alone. Because you were afraid of what you might do to yourself? And we went, and that... So sorry to hear that. The couple also shared with Oprah that when they were expecting their son, Archie, the palace brought up his title and security detail. In those months when I was pregnant, all around this same time, so we had in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not going to be given a title. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And
1: who who is having that conversation with you? What?
2: So, um...
1: There is a conversation, hold up, hold up. There's several right conversations there several conversations. There's a conversation it. with you. With
2: Harry. About how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. That was relayed to me from Harry. Oprah asked Prince Harry about that discussion when he joined the interview. What was that conversation? That conversation, I'm
1: never going to share. Um, but at the time At
0: the time it was awkward I was a bit shocked um, can, you, can you tell us what the question was?
2: No, I don't, I'm don't. i not comfortable sharing that
0: They say it was that lack of support That ultimately led them to step away From royal life Do you think you would have left Or
1: ever stepped back Were it not for Megan?
0: Mm. No, I, the answer to your question is no I You would not have I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to because i myself was trapped
1: please explain how you prince harry raised in a palace in a life of privilege literally a prince how you were trapped trapped within the system like the rest of my family are my father and my brother they are trapped (laughs) they don't get to leave
0: And I have huge compassion for that. Harry also revealed his family cut him off financially last year. But I've got what my mum left me. And without that we would not have been able to
2: do this. Okay. So, you know, touching back on what you asked him what my mum would think of this, I think she saw it coming. And I certainly felt her
1: presence throughout this whole process so much to unpack there. If you, but let's
0: start with this. If you or someone you know is seeking mental health resources, you can call the National Alliance on Mental Illness. There's a helpline at 1-800-950-6264. I'll say it again. 1-800-950-6264. In a real crisis, text NAMI. That's N-A-M-I to 741-741. But let's go back to Megan for just a second. There were so many revelations there, and I think we should add the word brave that she said, number one, you can tell Oprah was certainly caught off guard when she talked about having suicidal thoughts that to me was also very new and I I got very choked up just listening to her explain how difficult it is to seek help and then to be told no 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 there's nothing
1: we can do I thought it was brave of her to share that I thought it was interesting at that moment too that she kept referring to the monarchy as the institution yeah um, which makes it sound impenetrable and and it appears in many ways I thought it was remarkable that she acknowledged she had to hand over her passport and her ID as yes. part of the family. So yeah. when they say trapped,
0: you're trapped. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it, that. There's a part, uh, I don't know if it was on the air last night, but even on her birth certi- on Archie's birth certificate, it doesn't even say her name. Yeah. You know, it says her, her, her royal highness or something like that, where she talks about her identity being stripped away. Yeah. It, it was, I think it was a real insight as to how it operates and what they were both dealing with. Yeah. You We've been talking about the candid conversation Prince Harry and Meghan had with Oprah last night Including some of the moments that did not air last night Oprah joins us now to discuss Oprah, hey, let, let's pick it up right where we left off before the commercial break Where Harry wants to make it very clear, it seems, that he did not blindside the Queen. We left, I don't know if you could hear it, with a bite where you said, doesn't the Queen get to do what the Queen wants to do? He had made several attempts to see his grandmother.
1: Yes, and I think uh, that was such an important story uh, to be shared last night. Uh, In The process of trying to um, edit this three hours and 20 minutes down to an hour and 25 minutes, I'd say to my team, the most important question to be answered here at the end of this show will be, why did they leave? And I think the stories about being blindsided, uh, blindsiding the Queen, were very, very damaging to them and also hurtful because they understood very clearly that there had been months and months of preparation before they actually moved to Canada and, and and truthfully there was a statement by the Queen Her Majesty the Queen on January 18th in which she said uh, following many months of conversations and more recent discussions I am pleased that together we have found constructive and supportive way forward for my grandson and his family. So the Queen on January 18th actually uh, uh, said that there had been months of conversation, but in spite of that, there were still all of those stories about blindsiding the Queen. Blindsiding. That's the why wiki. the details so I'm are very important. happy that. That is why the details are that's important. That's why the details, me, details the
0: ta- are. Important. Tabloids print stuff that they know is false and have been told isn't true. But Oprah, it's, it's also. Right. Uh,
1: the, the question remains why the Queen cannot dictate who she sees and when she sees them, and it seems to come back to something that Megan pointed out early, that there's the family and then there's the institution. And you're constantly trying to probe the difference between the two. What did you take away from that? I took away from that that there are, as Harry just indicated, there are People surrounding the family who are advisors to the family, who have been there for a long time, and that's a part of the hierarchical structure. And those
2: people have a lot of
1: influence and also input. You get—I mean, you mentioned last night, Oprah, that you watch The Crown. I do too. You get a sense of. It. like kryptonite for the royal family. And I'm sure Harry and Meghan, when they agreed to have this conversation with you, knew it was not going to make their relationship with the royal family any easier. Why do you think they agreed to do it? Oh, I think they agreed to do it, wanted
2: to do it, were ready to do it, because when you have been
1: lied about for a series of years. I think anybody, you you can understand this, if in your own office or in your own family, somebody is saying things about you that are not true and how hurtful that is. Or if you're online and you read the comments from something that somebody has said about you and you continue to see those comments, how hurtful that is. So imagine that for over a period of months and years and you know that it isn't true. I think the most important thing for them, you know, before I do any interview, I have a conversation with uh, whoever I'm interviewing and ask, "Tell me what your intention is," and I will tell you what my intention is, and let's see if we can align those two. Because I don't want you to finish an interview and at the end of the interview say, "I wish I had said."
0: And but, um, but over let's talk about. Let, let's talk about. Wait, the jaw dropping moment, the first one about the color of the baby's yeah. skin. And you, you asked Harry about it when he came out. He did not tell you who it was. Do you, did you all have another conversation about it? Because that was something that there's a big guessing game all around the world. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? And yeah. I thought it was very touching that Harry still is choosing to protect the identity of whoever that was. Yes, and he did
1: not share the identity with me, but he wanted to make sure that I knew, and if I had an opportunity to share it, that it was not his grandmother, mother, nor his grandfather that were a part of those conversations. That it was not his grandmother and Prince Philip, you said. yeah was not his a grandfather. Neither his grand, grand your grandmother nor grandfather were a part of those conversations. He did okay. not tell me who were a part of those conversations, right. as you can tried to get that answer yeah, yeah. Uh, on camera and off. All right. Oprah, stay with us. You
2: have more never-before-seen clips for us, including Megan talking about her own family. <laughs>